warm welcome to all the listeners of Dragon Down Force podcast. Uh, today we are actually going to be talking about um, why Porsche or Audi are not going to be a part of Formula One anytime soon. Uh, at least in not, uh, at least not before 2030, easily. Uh, the thing is that recently there was this news that uh, there is this engine-related talks that have happened in Formula One where you know the boss from Porsche was there Audi was there Mercedes Ferrari um, Renault and Red Bull and then there was also Ross Braun and Jean Tot in in my opinion you know the the way this is going to go is that it's just not going to work let's be real Porsche and Audi were rarely able to you know stay in their Lamont business, okay, they, they just failed WEC business, right, Audi left years ago, Porsche left in 2017, they technically are running their GTE class, uh, but they're not no longer in the top class, they're no longer in LMP1. Now, if we talk about the engine, um, the meeting reco- regarding the engine regulations, so basically, to those people who don't know, 2022 is not the only change. 2022 is basically a change to the, how the car looks. In 2025, it's going to be a change on how the engine is going to be. So basically, there's going to be a new type of engine. Um, very similar to how there was a new engine introduced in 2014. Um, and well, there were five objectives of this meeting. Uh, the f- I'm going to be reading them out one by one. And then we'll be discussing about them uh, individually. First one: environmental sustainability, social, and automotive relevance. Yes, this is just this, this is one. This is one singular point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know this sounds weird, but this is one singular point. Second: fully sustainable fuels. This is most likely talking about synthetic fuels. Yes, this is obviously talking about synthetic fuels. Uh, creating a powerful and emotive power unit yeah powerful it's already powerful by emotive I think they mean uh, like sound like they did in the V8s V10s etc and fourth was significant cost reduction and fifth was attractiveness to new power unit manufacturers so let's go down one by one okay environmental sustainability social and automotive relevance like this this basically talks about how f1 should become more road focused f1 in my opinion is not supposed to be road focused f1 is the pinnacle of automotive engineering and it should always be like that you know we're not making road cars here you want to do that you do you go to like world rally championship or a world endurance championship wec Le Mans in the GTE category or GT Pro category something like that okay you don't come to Formula 1 for road uh, resemblance or whatever okay let's be true to ourselves fully sustainable fuel it's talking about synthetic fuel and if you're talking 2025 I don't think we're going to be able to create a synthetic fuel by 2025 which is going to be cheap enough that the entirety of F1 can use it for 23 races without problems I don't think that is pro- I don't think that is possible. It's just not possible in my in my book. Nope, not happening. 
and creating an powerful and emotive power unit yeah whatever like we'll see when that happens okay we'll see when that happens um, even let's be real you know people like me people like you us fans yeah we are we are you know even we want the same sounds of the v8s the v10s right we also want the same thing we want emotive engines too it's not like only they want it you want it too we dive to listen to those roaring sounds similar to the reno r25 so anybody remembers that car you know and significant cost reduction point number 4 so yeah like this is possible this is very possible because we have the cost cap coming in and you can have an extra extra le- level of cost cap for the engine very very practical after that attractiveness to a new power unit manufacturer so this is just bullshit okay this is just bullshit Let, let's be real okay this is just bullshit like um okay we we're going to go over this again now look at it from Porsche and Audi's point of view the both of these teams have invested heavily in formula e both of us know it that's why they uh, want to push the first one i i don't i first off i refuse to believe everybody decided on this i don't believe this okay because different sources are claiming different things some sources have claimed that these are actually Porsche's demands uh actually Volkswagen groups demands Volkswagen group owns both Porsche and Audi so some people say this is Volkswagen's groups demands some people say this is the topic for the meeting discussion whatever etc i think this is just bullshit you look at this you look at this first point environmental sustainability social and blah 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 okay let's be look let's look at this from a straight lens formula e is all electric they want to push this narrative that instead of using a v6 hybrid we should use a v4 hybrid or an inline 4 with a bigger mguk and get rid of the mguh the mguh is basically um the uh, you can kind of say the uh it it regenerates energy from heat released by the turbocharger so in turn it also acts like anti lag for the turbocharger it makes driving a little easier I, if you talk about it in that sense um it's not like the drivers at that level at the pinnacle of the sport won't be able to you know acclimatize themselves to a new form of engine obviously not but this is not going to be a good move okay if you want to race more electric more electric go to formula e you're already in formula e why go you know i i could understand the point of making formula 1 more electric when there was no formula e but now that there is formula e support that and make that more popular why put poke your nose with this electric electric charade in formula 1 like i don't get this i don't get the point this this just doesn't make sense seriously you know like uh, and i'm talking from and now again look from porsche's point of view the the last point is attractive to new power unit manufacturers they want to say that you know <coughs> 
we want to be in an advantage sorry i'm a li- i'm still a little sick i have been oh, sick from <coughs> the past entire week I- i'm still a little sick i'm really sorry for this um it's just that they want to say that you know we want a advantage just because we are new that that's it like that that's all we need you know you want an advantage because you're new that is why that attractiveness to new power unit manufacturers blah 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 like basically let me just translate this entire thing um uh, there is this thing wait let me just show it to you guys basically porsche just wants to say that kindly please favor me kinds of bullshit you know you know like uh basically porsche wants to say that we invested a lot in our formula e program so you better give us an advantage in increasing electric power if you want us in the sport mercedes also invested in formula e so you can expect them supporting as well but obviously they won't be siding with volkswagen having partnering with red bull only now also the good part is that um <coughs> now as a podcaster it's my duty to give you both the pros and the cons so i've already given the cons i'm also going to give you the pros both portion already uh, have actually uh, raised this point that most of the parts should be standardized to reduce cost on the engine front which is true <coughs> it's going to help a lot let's be real it's going to help by a long mile okay it's going to be insanity the the way it's going to help because it's you know it's really going to help the uh, small teams you see like williams like haas alfa romeo other teams like that you know it's it's going to s- superbly help other teams if engine parts are you know standardized obviously engine manufacturers are going to be manufacturing the engines but if the parts are standardized engines become more affordable in the f1 space so haas or williams or alfa romeo can acquire engines at a smaller price or at a lower price than before probably not much 10 20% but that can be used for more marketing probably for more uh you, you know for more maybe um i don't know like i'm i'm not a financer for the team so r&d probably or driver fees bonuses sending your drivers for paid holidays over christmas <coughs> that would be a great idea not gonna lie um sorry i'm just gonna take a break here to drink water i need to rehydrate i'm i'm sick yeah so i think that was probably it now if we talk about audi he audi is pretty sorted on this one but let, let's be honest audi has already left a uh, world endurance championship and the lemo business a long time ago there's only toyota left in there i guess pretty much in lmp1 i guess 
Porsche is still there in GTE and yeah that's pretty much it pretty much yeah that, that that's all there is you know it's it's sad state for motorsports now everything is going electric but you know electric is not that accessible I also mentioned this in the previous podcast episode with the collaboration with the thing about cars in the end I actually cut it out or I probably let it fi- let it stay <coughs> I might have <coughs> I might have cut it out I might have let it stay never know I've said there that um, um, if you know how a poor kid in Africa lives and if you tell him or her looking into their eyes that they'll have to go without food for 15-16 hours probably for an entire day, two days just because <coughs> just because the country wants to you know uh, score some brownie points on paper getting some megawatts of energy saved or something it's just not going to happen those kids are going to ask you why they have to make that sacrifice and why not you and that is the truth electric is all good and all <coughs> when you think about it but it's not cheap it's not accessible it's not home to home yet it can't reach every home yet lithium based batteries are really expensive this is startup i know in india which actually uh, is making aluminium based batteries 30% cheaper and lighter I think still retaining the same power output or something don't know the battery um, specification or anything because obviously I am not in personal contact it was in the news some time ago it's an Indian startup there must be startups like that a lot in a lot of places judging by the abundance of aluminium around the globe you know it's not a small thing it's uh, aluminium if aluminium based batteries come around then i'd say electric would become a little more accessible but still not a whole lot not a whole lot now i'm probably going to end the podcast so if you and like I've recently discovered that Spotify has also started the rating system. So regardless of where you listen to the podcast, please rate the podcast. <coughs> Helps my podcast grow. I'm really sick right now, so I'm just gonna go back to rest. After drinking plenty of water because I've been speaking for very long. I already crossed like 15 minutes, 20 seconds or so. So yeah, I'm probably gonna leave. So yeah, rate me five stars. Thank you very much. It helps my channel grow. It helps get suggestions. Okay, if if there is a suggestions box, please put a suggestions there. It helps me better the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm gonna be going.